I'd like to ask us together today a question. What kind of person do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? You don't have to have just one answer to that question. You can have several answers to that question. For instance, two answers for me. What kind of person do you want to be? I want to be the same. I want to be close to Jesus, and, and I want to go to heaven. That's answer number one. Answer number two. I want to be the kind of person who makes a difference in the world. I want to be a kind of per- the kind of person who helps people. I want to be the kind of person who, when I die, the world is just at least a little bit better off than before I was born. One of the answers to the question for me of what kind of person do you want to be is probably an answer that we can all give. I want to be the kind of person that makes other people happy. The kind of person that helps other people to be happy. The kind of person that I want to be. Since I want to be, if you perhaps want to be the kind of person that helps other people to be happy, then how do you do that? How does one help other people to, to be happy? Well, let me tell you the secret. Let me tell you the secret of happiness. I could be wrong. I think I'm right. You tell me. The secret to being happy is to choose it. The secret to being happy is to choose it. Now let me tell you what I mean. But before I tell you what I mean, let me tell you what I don't mean. What I don't mean is that we can just say, oh, I'm going to be happy, and all of a sudden feel happy. They don't worry about it. Here's what I don't mean. I don't mean that I can wake up or you can wake up in a bad mood in the morning and not like being in a bad mood and just say, hey, I want to be in a good mood and all of a sudden be in a good mood. Has anybody really ever successfully done that? You see, nobody has raised their hand. Therefore, that cannot be what it means to choose to be happy. So let me tell you a story, just a little story from my own life as we get to know each other. It's a small story, I make many mistakes, but it's a little story that shows something that was at least helpful for me, which I hope could also be helpful for you. So it was 2019, and I was, had been living in a little town called Perch Point for 19 years, from my whole life. It was 2009, I had been living there for my whole life, and honestly, I never thought I was gonna leave. I lived there, I went to school there, I was, I was going to UL for college at the time in Lafayette, but I was still living at home. I was just driving back and forth, and honestly, I thought I was going to end up being a, a, a high school teacher and a coach, and that I was just going to do that right there at Church Point for all of my life. So I was 19 years old, and I never thought I was going to leave, and then lo and behold, God broke into my life and said, right, I want you to be a priest. And not only do I want you to be a priest, but I want you to move to this place called the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau, and I want you to be a priest there. Okay. So, what do you do when that happens? Well, you got to talk to the priest who's in charge of, of, of God who's in your culture to be priest. He's called the vocation director. 
So I had some meetings with the vocation director, and things were looking good. And he said, well, well, Bryce, if you're going to be a priest for this diocese, then you should probably at least live here for the summer to get to know the people and to get to know the people since you've only been here like once in your life, even though it's pretty clear that God is calling you here. So he said, just come, come live with me for the summer. So that's what I did. I moved to Thibodeau. I moved to Nichols. There, there's a church on the campus of Nichols. It's called St. Thomas. And so I lived there for the summer. And as I lived at St. Thomas, as I lived at Nichols, as I was in the midst of this transition from living at home to going to the seminary, from living in Church Point to living in Thibodeau, as all that was going on, I very, very quickly found myself homesick. I very quickly found myself lonely. And of course, the first thing that happened was like, oh my goodness, did I make the wrong decision? But, thanks to God, I prayed. And when I prayed, even though I was so sad, because we haven't even gotten to happiness yet, it, it takes a while. When I prayed, even though I was so sad, I was, I was continued to be convicted. No, this is what God said. Like I know this is what he said, I discerned it very well, and this is where I'm supposed to be. So, but that. But one thing that I noticed about myself is that I was allowing my interior sadness to project exteriorly. And here's how that looked for me. When I was back in, at UL, uh, when I was in, in college before seminary, I uh, I kind of got a reputation around like the student center around the church on campus of the guy who like smiles all the time. And people told me that, and so it was just kind of on my mind that I was, you know, I had a kind of dark demeanor, which isn't here or there, it's just kind of what it is. And I realized that I wasn't, I wasn't smiling. Very small thing. But I realized that I was letting my interior sadness and my homesickness and my loneliness affect how I love other people. So what I did, I went on the internet and I typed in Saint Quote on my I'm not joking. I want to quote from the saint. I want to be inspired, but I want to quote from the saints. Those who are close to Jesus. Because more than I want to make other people happy, more than I want to make a difference in the world, more than anything else, I want to be a saint. And I want to know what the people who are closest to Jesus did. Because I want to, because I want to be where they are. So I'm going to make it. So I looked up saint quotes on smiling, and apparently Mother Teresa has cornered the market on quotes on smiling. So I have this list of quotes from Mother Teresa. And one of them was this. Always greet each other with a smile, for a smile is the beginning of love. Hmm. I'm not saying that you have to smile at every person you meet, but I am saying that I have to. Because that's the way I start loving the other person. Hopefully, love another person doesn't end there. That's the way I start loving the other person. So I took that quote and some other quotes from Mother Teresa, because she got the market corner and the common quote, and by all Mother Teresa quotes. 
and I took it and I printed it out and I taped it right next to my high school. So every time I walked out of my room, I was reminded that the way that God was calling me to love in that moment, in that season of my life, and I had the sadness and the loneliness and the homesickness in my heart was to just go and a smile at somebody else. I chose, not perfectly, not every time, but more often than not, thanks be to God, I chose to love the other person by something as simple as a smile. And you know what happened? Eventually, over the course of a few weeks, I guess, I began to feel happy. There was were there still moments of sadness? Absolutely. Was I still homesick and lonely sometimes? Of course. But I began to choose to love other people by that simple act of smiling. And I began to unseal the door to which God had come. So what's the secret to happiness? The secret to happiness is By sending 70 or 72 people out, Jesus was indicating that he intended to establish a church with a priesthood. The 70 are showing up that Jesus wanted priests in his church, life in the church of the old covenant. That's because the sending church is transformed and taken up into heaven. So we, but that, that's going to apply to all of us. So when the 70 came back, what did they say? They returned with joy, saying, even the demons are subject to us in the name. So they were rejoicing that they were able to cast out demons. Alright, well that's a good thing. Because the people are oppressed or they're possessed or they got demons messing with them, so they got rid of the demons. Praise God for that. That's a good thing. But but there's something more. There's something deeper. 
because it's changing us. So rejoice, like just in that the Catholic movement. But rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Where does true joy come from? True joy comes from contemplation of the True joy comes from being with Jesus. St. Paul knew that. Because St. Paul knew the power of God. Did you hear it in 2 Corinthians? Far be it from me to boast, or far be it from me to glory, except in what? In the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Y'all, St. Paul, he was like a five-star recruit. Like St. Paul, he went to the best school. He had the best training. He had all the things that he needed to do to be, that he needed to have to be an evangelist. The best school, the best training, the best teachers. He had the pedigree. He wrote half of the New Testament. He preached through the whole known world. He won so many converts. And he said, no, no, no. I don't glory in being a Roman citizen. I don't glory in the teachers that I have or the things that I learned. I don't glory in all the stuff that I wrote. I don't glory in all the places that I preached or in all the people that I brought to Jesus. So I glory in one thing, in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is where St. Paul found happiness. In the cross is where Mother Teresa found happiness. Or should I say, through the cross is where Paul, is where Mother Teresa, is where every saint in the history of the world has found happiness. Through the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which we are reconciled to God. St. Paul, because he proclaimed the power of the cross, he was beaten, he was scourged, he was, one time, they threw him back somewhere and threw rocks at him. And they beat him up so much by throwing the rocks, by throwing the rocks at him that they thought he was dead. He was shipwrecked, he was hungry, he was thirsty, he suffered incredibly for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. People slandered his name, they talked bad about him, some people didn't like him, he did all these things, and he says, and I glory in my suffering. And I glory in the cross where there's the power and the wisdom of God. As I contemplate Christ today, when I said that I want to be the kind of person that helps other people be happy, what I mean is, That helps you to see through the cross to the resurrection. And that helps us together to have our names written in heaven. Because that's what we
Together become saints. 